It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Coming to you from the heart of Silicon Valley, this is CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Barracuda, AHL affiliate of the San Jose Sharks. Now, here's your host, Nick Nolenberger. In this episode of CUDA Confidential, we recap the final regular season game with highlights and we set the scene for the 2021 Pacific Division playoffs. The Barracuda will officially be the fourth seed in the Pacific, meaning they'll face the seventh-seeded Tucson Roadrunners in Tuesday's 1 p.m. play-in game. The voice of the Roadrunners, Adrian Denny, will join us to help set the scene. That's all coming up next. This is CUDA Confidential. The Barracuda wrapped up the 2021 season on May the 11th in Las Vegas against the Henderson Silver Knights. Ben Jones of the Silver Knights opened up the scoring at 13:33 to give Henderson a one to nothing lead. And now Jake McLaughlin behind his net will play it up that far side for Primo. And here come the Silver Knights. Connor down the wing, shot on net, save is made, rebound, came free, they score. Up one to nothing at 3:47 of the second, Danny O'Regan would score his team-leading 14th of the season for Henderson on the power play to give the Silver Knights a two to nothing lead. So Pashuk sits here, two minutes for interference, and the Silver Knights back onto the power play. Here's a chance for O'Regan down the wing, came off the goaltender on a carom and ends up beating Zach Sanchenko. Let's see who's going to be credited with the goal. You're looking at two goals now for the Silver Knights that have come off rebounds. Late in the second period, down by a pair, the Barracuda will cut the lead in half with just 20 seconds to go in the second. Maxime Latunov would find Evan Weinger on the back post, and Weinger would slide one through the five-hole of Logan Thompson to make it a 2-1 to one score. Weinger and Duke, one-time teammates for the Brandon Wheat Kings in the Western League. Here's a chance! Weinger, he scores! Maxime Latunov quickly turns and centers to the back post for Wanger. And before Thompson can get down to the butterfly, Wanger has a goal with 19.3 seconds remaining here in the second period. Unfortunately, in the third, the Barracuda were outshot 13-3 and could not find the tying goal. And with their net empty in 1920, Jake LeCision would seal the victory for the Silver Knights, making it a 3-1 final with an empty netter. The extra attacker on and their net empty. Silver Knights with the puck, and here they come down the ice. LeCision, empty net, and he scores.
with the loss, the Barracuda finished the 2021 regular season at 500 and needed some help to finish within the top four in the Pacific Division. But with Colorado's overtime loss at home 3-2 to San Diego on Saturday, the Barracuda officially clinched the fourth spot in the Pacific Division and will face the Tucson Roadrunners in the first of two play-in games in Irvine on Tuesday. When we come back in just a moment, the voice of the Tucson Roadrunners, Adrian Denny, will join us to help set the scene for Tuesday's play-in game between the Barracuda and the Roadrunners. This is Cuda Confidential. You gotta see it to believe it. The future of car buying is here. Hey, it's Shondell Grant of the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Oak Tree Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. And I'm proud to present No Brainer Checkout, the online car buying experience that's, well, a no-brainer. Do everything from start to finish completely online. Get a Kelly Blue Book trade-in value. Get loan pre-approval. Customize lease, finance, and purchase options. Even schedule the pickup or delivery of your brand new Mazda. It's a whole new way to buy a car. It's a whole new way to be happy. Spend less time at the dealership and more time enjoying your brand new Mazda. Shop online, buy online. Don't miss some of the most exciting incentives in our history. Join over 250,000 happy car buyers and experience the future of car buying with our exclusive no-brainer checkout at the Bay Area DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Some say there's no I in team, but there is a you, especially when you have a team from Kaiser Permanente, your doctors, nurses, and specialists working together to help take care of you. And the best part? You can connect with your team in person by phone, video, or email. To learn more about our connected medical care and about doctors who work as a team for you, visit kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Termites, rodents, and other pests never rest. Luckily, neither does Planet Orange. Think you may have a pest problem? Call 1-800-7-ORANGE for a free termite inspection or general pest consultation from our licensed professionals. Planet Orange is an innovator in effective, eco-friendly pest control methods. They'll customize each program for your needs using the most eco-friendly solution available. So don't wait. Call 1-800-7-ORANGE. That's 1-800-767-2643. Or go to planetorange.com and get started today. Planet Orange. Orange, you glad you called? Pleased to be joined by the voice of the Tucson Roadrunners, Adrian Denny. Adrian, first of all, thank you for joining us. We we spoke at the start of the year to preview the year. Now we're going to speak at the end of the year to preview the playoffs. We finally have a matchup for the play-in round. The Barracuda and the Tucson Roadrunners will face off at 1 o'clock down in Irvine on Tuesday. The Roadrunners, the last time we saw you was way back in early February. It's going to be over three months since these two clubs have gotten together. What has changed? Give us an overall cliff notes of the season as a whole and where the team is at going into postseason play. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been uh, something. It's been a lot of a uh, lot of shuffling the deck, a lot of development. 
Uh, Michael Bunting and Lane Peterson, who were big parts of this team for not only the first half of this season, but really with Mike's case, the first five years of the team in Tucson and, and Lane Peterson, the last four seasons, get called up to the Coyotes taxi squad. And all of a sudden they're in the lineup and Michael Bunting's their leading goal scorer the, the final uh, month and a half of the year. And Lane Peterson was, was in the lineup pretty much every night, scored a goal in his first NHL game. And, and with that here in Tucson, it just uh, opened up some opportunities for some guys to, to take on some, some additional roles, some additional responsibility. I, I think uh, Jan Yannick over the last uh, month has been, uh, been uh one of the funner stories for the Roadrunners, a third round draft pick in 2018. And, and he's got uh, kind of a, a combined scoring streak with the Roadrunners and, and the Coyotes right now scored his first two NHL goals in his first two NHL games uh, last weekend in San Jose. And uh, so he's got a, a combined um, four game scoring streak, Victor Soderstrom, who was up there for, for for two games as well, scored in both of them for the Coyotes, his first NHL goal last Friday. He's got a combined five-game scoring streak with the, with the Roadrunners and, and the Coyotes too. So it's it's been great to see those guys go up and, and Tucson getting them back for the stretch run, getting Kyle Capabianco back as well, a three-time AHL All-Star. So that's uh, it's kind of uh, what we've had is, uh, you know, we, we had 10 guys this year play for both the Roadrunners and Coyotes. So, so a lot of... Uh, a lot of guys going up, a lot of guys having uh, instant success. We kind of call it the roadrunner way when they go up and score their first NHL goal in their first NHL game. We saw Bunting do it in his first one uh, back in December 2018. Lane Peterson this year, Pian Unique, Victor Soderstrom in his first game uh, with the Coyotes after 32 with uh, with the roadrunner. So good success. Um, you know, for, for us, uh, we, we've always said that winning's part of development, but it might be the first time ever where we can look at our win-loss record and say, well, we, we, um, we're usually higher. We're usually um, contending for divisions here. But uh, in this case, it's been an extremely successful year just with the, the development that's gone on. The guys that have got up to the Coyotes contributed and helped them win and help them be, uh, be in that playoff picture uh, going into the final week. Speaking of Jan Unique, you mentioned the two goals in his first two NHL games. We saw him way back in February. He's a guy who likes to agitate. He's a big body. He certainly likes to play on the edge and get on the get under the opposing team's skin. But how have you seen his game kind of evolve as a, a player at this level? Not only as a player who's going to agitate and be physical, but also a guy who can chip in with offense and be kind of a 200-foot guy, not only for the Roadrunners, but both uh, at the NHL level as well with the Coyotes. Yeah, and I think that's what uh, really uh... – really stands out to the coyotes is is not just Jan's speed and skill but is he'll hit he'll mix stuff up he uh he uh laid a guy into the glass uh in front of the timekeeper in march here and shattered the glass uh got all over the timekeeper and he had to go get stitches and and if that wasn't uh, a signature beyond unique but he's he just works hard and, and making the adjustment from from juniors to the american hockey league it's you know it's it's hard it's a it's a huge jump and uh he just just works really hard he's got the raw skill he's got the you know he's got the, the mental capacity and he, he just works really hard and you know he'll go out and hit a guy he'll fight a guy he's fought four times this year and uh when uh, bill armstrong was named general manager of the coyotes uh in september he's, he's like i want prickly cactus in the desert and uh yon's uh yon's yon's a prickly cactus here in the desert and uh he's a he's a good fit 
I love that. Speaking of players that really taken taken their opportunity and run with it, Michael Bunting, over 300 games in the American Hockey League. He's been in Tucson basically for the entire existence of the franchise, but he gets his first real look at the NHL level this year, and he ran with it. He had 10 goals during his time up in the NHL. He's going to play for Team Canada at the World Cup, which is really an amazing accomplishment for a player who started the year in the AHL. Now he's going to represent Canada at the World cup is he kind of the perfect example of a player who it didn't come right away for him he had to work his way through the ahl he had to get a lot of games and experience under his belt but a player that down the line you can say hey this is a guy who cut his teeth in the american hockey league and once given his opportunity he ran with it is that something that for other players within the organization they can look to as an example of how they can get to the next level Yeah. And for Mike, it just wasn't a year. It wasn't two years. It wasn't three years. It wasn't four years. It was his fifth year before he went up there and became uh, really a guy they can depend on to stand in front of the net and tip pucks in and, and just uh, provide energy to the team. And it's, it's fantastic. Connor Garland did it uh, two years ago, a guy that was here for three seasons and his second season uh he was a healthy scratch for for a couple months and you know it was a was a talented team and he wasn't in the lineup and and all of a sudden comes back and and comes back from an injury and and uh gets it going and and goes up there and and, you know for us i mean bunting and peterson got called up to the taxi squad and we're really sure what to expect. And, and same thing, Connor Garland gets, gets called up uh, after a game in Ontario on a Sunday in December, a couple years ago. And we got him back for his curtain call right before, uh, right before the playoffs. But uh, a guy that, that just uh, stuck with it and, and, and worked here. And, and maybe the common denominator is Roadrunners head coach, Steve Potvin, who was a, uh, um, a skills coach for the Coyotes for a season and a roadrunner's assistant for the last three. And, and um, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. You, you uh, saw an article right when Connor was making his move and getting his, his multi-year deal with the Coyotes. And, and he points out uh, Steve Potvin was, was really uh, a big influence, a big factor, a big help in my development. And Michael Bunting gets that hat trick in Los Angeles in, in April. And, and throws another uh, another shout out to Steve as uh, just uh, a guy that uh, that's that's really helped him get into the the mental state of getting one percent better every day and staying in the day and living in the moment and controlling what you can control and and it's uh, it's it's great and is is as I said you know you, you hate to hate talking about the wins loss record because it's not what we want it to be but it's a, it's the first time in my life that I've actually looked at something besides wins and losses and thought this is a huge success in terms of development. Cause for us, development has always been, you win. That's, that's development. And uh, it's, it's going to get guys in a, in a frame of mind to win. And, and with that, then everything else takes care of itself. And, and this year, I, we have, we have so many success stories and so many guys who maybe are in there, their first year here, like uh, Ryan McGregor and Nate who sees guys signed as entry level, uh, free agents on three-year deals who 
put together that same kind of uh, evolution over the over the course of it. Talking about Steve Potman in his first season as head coach of the Tucson Roadrunners, but had worked with the team over the last handful of years, and that's why he's been able to work one-on-one with the players that you alluded to. In your opinion, and I don't know if you can speak for Steve, but from what you've seen, when are the Roadrunners at their best? You know, What type of game are they playing when they're at their best? You, I think you pretty much see this team uh, probably 85% to 90% of the time this year they've been where they've wanted to be. And it's, it's, it's funny saying that because we haven't gotten the results on nights. We feel like we should have, we leave the league in shots enter tonight tied for the league lead on the penalty kill. So both ends there. Ivan pros the um, has been here a little over half the season, but for him, it's, it's, you know, going up and down and, and getting into a groove and, you know, you, it's a guy that, that you want playing playing every single night, and it just wasn't the case with, with the injuries that the Coyotes had and him going up being on the taxi squad, backing up Aiden Hill, what have you. I think we've 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 gotten what we've wanted on most nights, and that is coming out, playing a structured puck possession game where you're getting pucks to the net, bodies to the net, quickly getting pucks out of your D zone Roadrunners don't allow a lot of shots. And, and the penalty kill is, is like watching a bunch of mad scientists in a lab, the way that as uh, intricate as they are. So I, I I'd say that, that that's it. I wouldn't say that they play, you know, extremely fast or extremely physical, but I think just a, a little bit of everything. And I, I think, you know, we, we go down we talk to Steve after most nights, we're pretty happy with what we got, even if it didn't yield in uh, a couple of points. Speaking of the goaltender, Ivan Prozvatov, two or fewer goals in his final uh, four of his final six starts. So he's playing some good hockey. You mentioned him going up and backing up Aiden Hill. So there's been times when he has not been in the lineup in the American Hockey League. In a normal year, he probably would have been in the AHL for the entire season. How does the organization... We were were talking earlier... How many games in a row is Ivan going to start before he gets a night off? Because he was going every single night, and there was no sign of of anybody anybody stepping in and giving Ivan a a night off bef- before any of that. So, you know, the the San Jose Sharks, as you know, kind of kind of known over their times of guys starting seventy games a year, and <laughs> we we were thinking we were going to have a game like a uh, a year like that with with the amount of games played for for Ivan it almost feels like nowadays that's that doesn't happen anymore right you don't have just the number one goaltender it's kind of a two-headed monster and what you've seen with the Coyotes is probably due in part to injury but you know they've got a two-headed monster even when everybody is healthy but how does the team feel about Prozvatov going into the playoffs and does it give the room an internal confidence knowing when this guy is at his best, he's one of the better goaltenders in the league and in a shortened tournament style playoff situation, anything can happen with the hot goaltender. I think so for, for Ivan, especially in these quick turnarounds and these condensed scenarios, like the play in round is a back to back. Should the Roadrunners win on Tuesday, they play on Wednesday and uh, Ivan this year in a back-to-back is four and one. He's seven and zero in the second game of a series. Um, we've we've really seen him get stronger and stronger the more that that he plays, and and he's a guy that that wants to play every day. Hence the fact 
that uh, we're recording this on Sunday morning before the Roadrunners play a Sunday afternoon game that Ivan is going to play 2 p.m. on a Sunday with regular guys out of the lineup. It's your typical. That's might be the only thing normal from this season. It's the end of the year, the playoff seating set. And uh, the, the last game of the year is going to have, uh, you know, some some notable guys not in the lineup to give them give him give him a break but but Ivan's going to be out there for this uh, 2 p.m. faceoff which I think is is good for him it's good for the Roadrunners because 48 hours later we're going to be starting it up and we've seen how good Ivan is when he's when he's playing a lot versus if he doesn't play tonight then it's been over it's been 10 days since his last uh, last action and that is a testament on why Adrian Denny is such a good guy. He's joining us on a game day <laughs> to join the podcast as we prep for the playoffs. 29 different skaters for the Roadrunners this year, four different goaltenders. When you look at the Barracuda, they've dealt with the same situation. A lot of teams have players getting opportunities at the next level, albeit injury or just their performance. But as you look back at kind of where the team finished and at the bottom of the Pacific division, do you trace it back to the fact that there's just been so much movement within the lineup on a night to night basis? Absolutely. It's um, it's you just haven't been able to, to keep the same group out there. I mean, you feel like you've played your best game of the year and you come out the next night or 48 hours later and you have a, a different goalie. You've got, uh, you know, different line combos, a, a D here, a D there goes up and you're shuffling that all around. And it's been 36 games, but it kind of feels like maybe, I don't know, 30, 31 different lineups. And, and I mean, it's, you just, you, you talk about the confidence. I mean, a c- couple of weeks ago, Roadrunners played one of their best games of the year. We've said that a lot. Beat Colorado three, two jazz ready to come back on a Sunday afternoon. And, and all of a sudden, Ivan's back up with the Coyotes and Freddie Goche on the top line, who's best faceoff guy in, in uh, you know, the, the league, if you want to argue that during <laughs> on this podcast. But he wins like 90% of them. He's gone. So it's, it, it, all of a sudden, we're resetting and, and can't get the deck reshuffled in, uh, in the course of a 60-minute contest to emerge with two points. So it's just, just, just examples like that. Pacific Division is the only division in the AHL with playoffs this year. No playoffs last year, and I know that was an emphasis to try to get some postseason play. The Roadrunners didn't make the playoffs the season prior, so it's been a long time since some of these, for some of these players, it'll be the first time they've ever played in the postseason at the pro level. How important is that for some of these young players, whether you're looking at a Victor Soderstrom or a Barrett Hayton, you just go down the list on these top prospects to get themselves in games when the pressure is a little bit higher than just a normal regular season game. How valuable do you think that can be for some of these young guys? I think it's great. And I'm glad we're doing it. And first of all, I mean, nobody wants the season to end. Like you talk about missing playoffs. You talk about no playoffs. If we didn't have this, uh, this Pacific division playoff tournament, we'd be ending the season tonight and, and we're done. And what, what did we just play for? Like, like most of the other divisions in, in the league, um, the Canadian divisions playing another week, but they just added some regular season games. Like, like I was, I was packing last night and I'm like, this is it. This is great. We might be gone a day. We might be gone two weeks, but kind of start getting that, that playoff feel again. Like, all right, here we go. And, uh, it's 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 good for everybody i think to to go go throw your hat in the ring and and see what you got and um 
and get, see if you can get a little playoff role going. I, I think um, the Roadrunners are are due for uh, for a winning streak here. I'm shocked we haven't had one. So uh, hoping for us that it uh, it takes place here over the next next couple of weeks and we can hang our third Pacific Division championship in the last last four years. But uh, I think uh, I think we'll all be glad that. Uh, that we were part of this uh, division with NHL parent clubs who in 15, 16 uh, told the rest of the AHL how we were going to operate. We're going to go here. Our teams are going to be close to our markets. We're going to play 68 games because we want to practice and develop. We don't want to play three games and three nights in three different cities. And uh, this is how we're going to do it. And uh, this is our model. And uh, once again, we're doing that with this playoff tournament. And I'm really excited about it. I find it funny that you brought up what you were packing. I don't know what you're doing. We're packing for either a day or it could be, as you mentioned, two weeks. If you keep winning, you stay on the road as the lower seated team. So I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll, we'll see. Maybe I'll bring a, you know, a couple of suits and uh, I'll often maybe wash my clothes. If the team ends up getting on the, a roll, the, we'll the see. The thing that I really stocked up on was underwear. I can make everything last, but I just don't want to be putting on the same. I don't want to be going twice twice with the same set of underwear is and that's real i can deal with really anything but but uh putting on underwear back on after that's a uh, veteran move i i think that's a <laughs> that's a good blueprint to follow i want to ask you quickly about kevin why he came in believe he played last year wilkesbury scranton in the penguins organization but known more within the Pacific division during his time with the San Diego goals under contract with the Anaheim ducks. He came in originally with the ducks as a pretty highly touted prospect, but he's fit in perfectly in the desert. He leads your team and it looks like he'll lead your team when everything is said and done in scoring. How has he fit in so well? And what has he added from a offensive punch standpoint to your group this year? He's just a, he's, he's just a pro. Um, and he's, and he, has his 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 mode for success and uh he's a guy that that can come out and get a point a game in the ahl and those are they're big points he's he's great on the power play he's he got a game-winning goal in overtime where he backed the puck up into the neutral zone with 12 seconds left and everybody's like what the hell are you doing we don't want to go to a shootout Why, why didn't you just take it to the net he backs up into the neutral zone and wins his own shootout scoring at the buzzer in Colorado to, to win by just, just skating in. And he's, he's a good example. He has a great relationship with the coaching staff. He's an extension of the coaching staff, I think. Um, and, and he's, and he's a, a really communicative guy, communicative guy. Um, but he's, you wouldn't believe it with a guy like that. He's, and, and we practice long, right? Like our practices are an hour, we stay on the ice for the full hour and then uh, things end and, you know, you the, the get the trickle out effect and, and Steve Potvin and, and John Slane are usually out there for, for another 30, 45 minutes. And Kevin, Kevin's out there with them. Him, him and Steve Potvin are most days, the two last guys off the ice, which, which you don't see with, with uh, a veteran like that all the time. Adrian, we can't thank you enough for the time. Really do appreciate it, especially on a game day. Um, Best of luck this afternoon out in Tucson, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on Tuesday for the play-in between the Barracuda and the Roadrunners. Pleasure's all mine. Thanks for having me. Anytime. That's going to do it for this episode of Cuda Confidential. A big thank you to Adrian Denny. 
The Barracuda and Roadrunners will square off on Tuesday at 1 p.m. with our pregame show starting on the Sharks Audio Network 30 minutes prior at 12.30. That's going to do it for this episode of CUDA Confidential. I'm Nick Nolenberger saying so long until next time. Sharks jerseys and merchandise, hockey gear, and more. SJTeamShop.com has you covered. SJTeamShop.com offers a wide variety of Sharks and Barracuda apparel and merchandise, including the largest selection of Sharks authentic and replica jerseys. Plus, you'll find exclusive designs from the Sharks, SJ Sharky items, game-used items, hockey and figure skating equipment, and tons more. Visit SJTeamShop.com to shop today. Do you miss the Shark Tank and SJ Sharky? He misses you. This year, there's new ways to interact with the fun-loving fish. Customize a Sharky shout-out video to help celebrate a special event. Or book a private and personalized Zoom call and have a Sharky prize pack shipped to you. Also, free school pop-ins with an interactive Q&A. Head to sjsharky.com for more info. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment, made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Drive home your dream Toyota today. And with amazing offers on the most popular models, you'll drive home with the biggest savings too. Get 0% APR on nine Toyotas, like a 2020 Camry Hybrid or 2021 RAV4, Corolla, Prius, or Tundra. Wouldn't it be nice to venture out in a new Toyota? Toyota, let's go places. Offer available through TFS to buyers with premium rated credit. Excludes RAV4 Hybrid. Take delivery by 2121. 